This podcast is brought to you by Florence Filter, the leading company in air filters. They care about your air and have been since 1971. Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They are the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. The purpose of our podcast is to help the consumer be more knowledgeable. Today, we're hosting the father and daughter duo, Heather and Dave Hippensteel. Dave is a five-time CrossFit Games Master Athlete and the champion of the 2016 and 17 Master 60-plus division. Sorry, Dave, for telling everyone your age. Heather has followed in her father's uh, footsteps to become a trainer and competitor for CrossFit. She was with Invictus. And today, they will be sharing their fitness journey and how they stay dedicated to their goals and competitions. Welcome, Heather and Dave. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. So, uh, Dave, what I'd really like to know is how you started and when you started uh, competing in uh, CrossFit, and how did you transition from your typical office job into the the CrossFit space? Well, I um, I was always into fitness, and I've been doing triathlons off and on for about twenty years or so. Um, and so I was, I was handling that plus the, you know, working at the office, um, at different offices, I actually helped a different dentist out, but actually, interestingly enough, Heather's the one that actually got me started in CrossFit. She, uh, she discovered it before me and, uh, and knew that I would be a good fit. So I remember she just started telling me about it. And, uh, and so I started pursuing it at that point. It was about six, seven years ago now. Heather, how did you know your dad would be a good, uh, CrossFit guy well i think he really started the whole our family's love for fitness um he's been in sports his entire life all of us kids with four kids in the family he got all of us involved in sports at a really young age um and so i found crossfit towards the end of my collegiate diving career um and so during my senior year we had done some crossfit workouts in the weight room at school um, and then I tried it out for a couple months at a CrossFit gym, um, and I loved it. And so I remember calling my dad and saying, hey, I tried this thing called CrossFit. You should probably try it. I think you'd like the, the weightlifting and the gymnastics because we're built pretty similarly and have um, similar strengths when it comes to that. So I, I told him to try it. So between the entire family, it sounds like everyone's in fitness. And I, and I know your, your brother, John Hip is in, in fitness as well. And so I guess the, the quick question comes to mind is like, who's the most competitive person in the family? My dad. <laughs> Definitely my dad. Yeah. Everything's a competition. Um, but then I would say... I don't know, Dad. Who's next? I mean, I'm pretty competitive just when it comes sure. to anything sports or even just in life. Yeah, you sure are. I, I think, think you and John, yeah. I think you and John are pretty competitive. John, you know, raced triathlons for years. And, uh, you know, that was, he was very dedicated also. Uh, but uh, it's, probably a, it's probably a tie between those two. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think the younger two 
the younger two siblings probably saw us kind of go crazy with all of our sports and everything, and they're a little bit more low-key. Yeah, they are. They were pretty competitive. When Joelle gets on a volleyball court, she's pretty competitive, and then you get Troy on a soccer field, and that, in fact, uh, Troy's still doing intramural at uh, at, at college right now, and he's, uh, he likes to win. <laughs> we're kind of all made that way. I remember when uh, I was doing an Ironman a couple years ago, and I'd been training for, for I don't know, probably a couple years, and this was in Arizona, and John was there with me, and, you know, he was just coming in as a spectator. I don't even think he had, like, his running shoes on. He just had, you know, regular shoes and some shorts, and when I got to the marathon, he's like, hey, maybe I'll just run along Brandon for a little while, or I'll I'll, I'll see if I can just run while these guys are doing the, the marathon for a little bit, and he ended up doing the entire marathon in, like, casual, uh, uh, you know, casual uh, attire and... Yeah. And yeah. the thing, and he's just like, oh, I can keep up, you know, not like I've been training or anything. I'll just, you know, go for a run and end up running. I think he ran 25 miles, and then the last mile he um, was like, well, probably not in this competition. I mean, it may not be the one that needs to finish, but I, I remember that. Yeah, no, it's cool. I think I remember that, Brandon. So, um, I think I remember you doing that. That was your first. That was your first one, right? No, no I, I did a couple before that, but um, it was definitely yeah. it was definitely one of my faster marathon times. So I remember thinking to myself, uh, "This guy's not even in the race yet; he's like keeping up," and and <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, that'd be John. That sounds right. So, um, getting back to the the earlier part, I was curious. So, how did you make the the transition then, Dave, from going from you know working in an office to really like running running through with, with what I would seem to imagine from your family sounds like a passion. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting because I actually, I, um, I, I work as a, I'm, you know, I've been still been working as a dentist for 30 years and, uh, and I just learned to balance the, you know, the fitness part of my life with the work part because I had to. And, um, there was a brief time where I was still doing dentistry, but then I did own a CrossFit gym. Uh, early on when I, when I got into CrossFit around 2013 but uh, so I did own that gym but I still continued to um, I was helping out different offices um, as different dentists needed an experienced dentist so um, I you know I've learned to balance that and then uh, actually it's interesting because 2015 I um, actually bought two dental practices uh, I got out of the gym uh, business because it was just too hard to balance that with, with uh um, you know, with training and everything. So um, I actually found it to be better to be, you know, doing my dental thing. Uh, and I actually do it five days a week and still find time to train. Uh, so it works. It works out where I'm, where one helps the other type thing, where your your dental business, you know, with the stress of life um, and the stress of running a business, you really need a healthy outlet. And CrossFit is, is just huge in that regard. Uh, so I think it's just, you know, just finding that balance. And, and Heather, how, really how cool. and Heather, how have you found the balance between, you know, everyday work and, and really trying to build up your, your CrossFit following your, your tournament competitions? How, how have you found the balance? Yeah. So I had a little bit of a shift in transition. I competed for about four years with the Invictus team. And then uh, last year I was ready for a change and a transition. So now I'm in the corporate world. I work in HR. Um, and so I would say I've gone from training and competing 
um, training four hours a day in the gym to now um, spending about an hour a day in the gym, but really trying to stay um, effective with that one hour of time um, and stay as fit and healthy as I can. So my shift in priorities have focused from more of, from being really competitive to um, just more maintaining my health and fitness and strength. Uh, not to say that I may not get back to competition in the future, but just right now I'm balancing a full-time corporate career um, with fitness and other hobbies um, just in life. So, yeah, it, it's definitely, I, I make it a priority to go to the gym, either whether it's before work, if I do the 6 a.m. class or after work. Um, and then on the weekends, I usually stay really active, um, and I'll sometimes do longer training sessions on the weekend just because I like to get a little bit more volume in when I have more time. And because you don't have the same amount of time to, to work out and train, do you find your, your workouts to have a different level of intensity or do you find that you have to be more efficient with other areas of your of your life fitness-wise? I would say I, I try to be more efficient. Um, I do just the regular class programming, so I don't do as much volume as I used to do, it's not as much lifting, um, but it's enough to where I know that when I'm in the gym, like I need to just go all out and stay at a pretty high intensity because that's that's my only training for the day, um, and that kind of gives me energy. If I, you know, miss my workouts for a couple of days, I notice that you know my energy is lower. I'm not as focused at work um, and in the other things that I do. Uh, so I really, I, I do try to keep the intensity high. I try to be effective and sometimes I'll do a little bit extra at the end of class if I have time before I go home. Well, you know, what comes to mind is, as you guys describe the, um, the balance between the two, what's really interesting is you guys are obviously on, on different sides of the, the age demographic, um, but you guys have both found time to work both fitness and your, your financial world into the same, into the same life. And it sounds like there's some correlation between the two. Like if you, if, Dave, you mentioned earlier, if you're, if you're working yeah. out, you're also having good balance of, of working and, and Heather, you're doing HR and you're in the corporate world now, and, but you're still staying disciplined, I think is the, the, the biggest theme. So have, have, is that, is the discipline um, something that, you know, uh, takes time to achieve or is that something that you could just say, Hey, I'm going to, all of a sudden try CrossFit going forward and all of a sudden your, your other world becomes more disciplined. Dave, why don't you take a stab yeah, at that? You know, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great question. And I think, I think, um, I was thinking about this earlier cause I know, um, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, fitness, you know, not just in our, you know, uh, physiologically, but we're talking about fitness, you know, financially and career wise, things like that. But I really think that in order for us to function, um, you know, the way we're designed to function, we need that fitness aspect to be part of our lives. And it's going to allow us, like Heather was saying, you know, just think like the energy levels. Um, you know, I think, I think the way we're, our DNA is, 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 uh, is designed, I think we, we function better when we have that fitness uh, part of our life um, in full function, basically. So uh, I think it's, it, yeah, I think it's super important and it balances things out for sure. Um, things, things just, 
physiologically go better uh, when you're in the best shape of your life. And uh, I think I think that's that's like the final question. Um, you know, nobody wants to nobody gets up in the morning and says, "I wish I was in worse shape." Everybody wants to be in the best shape of their life, and, and I think just experiencing that helps them, um, you know, keep that keep that um, aspect of the life going. Dave, what do you what do you think the biggest challenge is in all of that, and what what is the biggest challenge of of balancing both though? Yeah, you know, I think I think it's the people have to understand the power of health and fitness. I think sometimes um, the motivation isn't there because they underestimate the value of fitness in their life and how it fits together, um, you know, and how it will benefit everything else in their life. Um, and, you know, cause I know, I mean, I'm working, you know, five days a week. I have two dental practices. Um, and that started in May of 2015. I've been to the games every year, um, you know, before that and, and after that. And, um, it just, it's, it's a super healthy way of dealing with the stress that is just normal for handling, uh, you know, businesses and life in general. And so, I think people just don't know what they don't know, and I think it, it just, I think the, the thing to do in, in a situation like that, they just need to try it, be willing to try it, hey, let me try this for a month, and just see how things fall into place in other areas of their life when they get their fitness act together, so to speak. So let's talk to the, the people that are not in um, that are not in CrossFit currently. So Heather, maybe explain for those that don't really know if you're young and in college and, and maybe it just really, or even in the business world and you're just unfamiliar with how to start or what even CrossFit is. Can you kind of sum, sum up what CrossFit is and, and how did you get started in it? Yeah. So CrossFit is really all about functional movement performed at high intensity. I would say that it's a combination of running, rowing, weightlifting, gymnastics, a lot of body weight movements, think squats, pull-ups, burpees, lunges. Um, and it's really all about performing those movements at a high intensity. Um, so typical classes for people um, will include some sort of warm-up, stretching, then move into a strength or a skill portion, and then you'll have like your higher intensity conditioning portion where you might do a couple rounds um, of something as fast as you can. Um, but as far as what I love about CrossFit is that it can be scaled to whatever your fitness level is. Um, so I remember when I was coaching CrossFit, you know, we have people come into the gym all the time and say, well, I'm not in good enough shape uh, to start CrossFit, so I'll go do something else and then I'll come back in a few months. Like, no, that's the wrong answer. Anybody and everybody can do CrossFit because any of the movements that we do can be scaled to whatever your ability is. Um, so whether that's starting, you can't do a full push-up on the ground, whether that's doing it on your knees or doing even even doing it against the wall or something elevated um, to make it work for you. Um, so I've seen a lot of people who have not been in a gym before come in and do CrossFit and get amazing results just because we're moving the way that our bodies were designed to move. Um, so anybody who's thinking about trying it, just go in, find a CrossFit gym, um, go somewhere where you feel you have a connection with the coaches, 
Um, and, you know, for the gym with good coaches and good programming, they will be able uh, to help you, you know, reach your fitness goals, whether, you know, you're trying to get to the next level and compete in CrossFit or if you're just trying to work out three times a week and be healthier um, and happier and stronger for your family and for your kids. Heather, I think the mentality for most people, uh, and and I'm not in the CrossFit world, so you know my even my mentality was that most people that do CrossFit are in ridiculous shape, and you know we see the the photos and the posts on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, and you see these ridiculous uh, shaped uh, humans doing uh, amazing things, and maybe you can explain what a burpee is in a minute, but. The uh, the reality is is what you're saying is that anybody can basically get into CrossFit because it's really just about using your own body weight to start and then you can scale it and that that that's something I didn't really even think about before and I'm sh- I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that you know don't really know what it is or how to get started but I guess the best way to to see what uh, the end results could look like is probably pictures of 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 you and your, your dad and, and looking on Instagram and checking out Heather Hip and Steel and, and Dave and Dave, I don't know if you're, you're on, on, on Instagram or not, but I, I know I see some of your, oh, he is. Yeah. All, right. all right. All right. Well then. then yeah. Right. yeah. It's Dave Hip and people are interested in finding Dave Hip. Heather's under your name, right? Heather. Heather yeah. Heather and, and then you can, you can look me up under Dave Hip. But, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, the way Heather explained it, Brandon was, was, was perfect. Um, one of the things I wanted to clarify, you know, when I talk about the physiological benefits, um, which is interesting, I'm, I'm sponsored by a blood analysis company called Insight Tracker, and so they've monitored my blood simply to help me dial in my nutrition. But as a result of getting the, um, the blood analysis done, they're checking my biomarkers. Biomarkers are things like your, things that physicians look at to see if you're healthy or not. So things like HDL, which is high-density lipoprotein, LDL, and I don't want to get too scientific on you, but basically the things that physicians look for to say that you're healthy, um, that's what that's what they analyze when they when they take a blood analysis sample. They're help, they're helping me dial in my nutrition humanely, but we've also found out that I'm one of the not just the fittest individual, but one of the healthiest because my biomarkers are all in line with where they're supposed to be, and I think. That as people begin to understand the value, I think, I think when I talked about the underestimating the power of fitness, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's not really just about the you know the the super uh, elite CrossFitter on the you know on the TV screen, but it's about health and longevity also. And it's kind of like that's a byproduct of when Heather mentioned the things like fitness, um, you know, high intensity functional movements constantly varied. Those three ingredients are what really make an individual healthier, not just fitter. Um, does, does that make sense? So, because I wanted to clarify that a little bit. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting. You 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 mentioned a couple times. So, basically, your fitness can be tracked, and so in this, in in your health can be tracked, yeah. obviously, and so. Um, you can get as scientific as you want in this in in CrossFit and in and your health, right? There there's ways to to yeah. go about doing that, and that probably isn't something that happens on day one. But the cool part is you can kind of be 
um, as intricate as you want about about the subject matter. You know, before before we wrap up, I was just curious on on some some closing thoughts. So one is I'd like to know maybe Dave what what now you've you've already won the games, right? So you've done that. Like what what's next? What's the next goal? What's what's the next thing that you're looking to accomplish at this point? To win again you know, next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's been it's been three years, and, I, and I'm I'm actually shocked uh, that I've actually you know won the last three years. Um, and you know I'm certainly right now I'm training for for next year as if I you know like I want to win again. Um, and and I thought about that because I thought about like well. Uh, you know, should I go for another year? You know, after the you know, after my third gold medal, I'm thinking, well, should I should I try this again next year? Or give someone else yeah, a chance? You know, we, well, I mean, but the reality of it is, yeah, yeah, really, I mean, I've had people say that too. But the reality of it is, it motivates me, um, and I don't know why I would change anything because of the health benefits. In other words, we're doing, um, you know. Uh, again, inside tracker, we've been doing some studies, we've been doing some research on, you know, the benefits of CrossFit, even compared to other sports out there. And just by and large, the biomarkers that we're looking for for health are actually, they show up uh, so much better in CrossFitters. Um, so, you know, there's a real science behind it. And so, you know, for me to change my position, my direction, my goal, my focus, would, would, be, a, would be a change of my... Um, you know, ultimate health focus also. And so, I don't know, I think, I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, and see how long I can do this. Uh, obviously, the, the important thing for the people, for everyone to understand, it doesn't matter if you go to the games or not, as long as you've got those three ingredients, the constantly varied, high-intensity functional movements going on in your life, you're going to get healthier. I'm, a, I'm imagining the... Uh... I'm imagining the odds makers in Vegas listening to this po- podcast, and then and all of a sudden the uh, the spread changes on who wins the sixty plus the sixty plus mark. All right, well, th- thanks guys. I really pre- appreciate Heather uh, getting your dad on here. Uh, it's been really fun. This has been a Stella Oak Mavens podcast. We empower you, the listener, to take control of your life. You can follow our Instagram at Stella Oak Mavens for updates and more information about the podcast.